today, uh, well, I want us to just um, wrap up our Be Rich invitation. We started this a month ago, or at the beginning of November, and we've been longing to make it a, a whole month uh, invitation to be rich in helping others. And I want to just answer the question, why? Like, why do that? Why be rich in helping others? Whether it's personally, like we've heard in Barb's story and Louis' story, um, whether it means financially giving to something, uh, why be rich? And, and what does that mean? And it's so difficult in our world sometimes because um, our world often just grabs our attention uh, to fuel ourselves. Today is November 30th, and we stand in the middle of not two official national holidays, but we stand in the middle of two consumeristic holidays, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And so all week and all month and all today, you're like, you know, there's so many advertisements on what should I buy. And so Friday, it's what should I buy in the store, and tomorrow, it's what should I buy on the internet. And, and it's hard not to get, up, get caught up with all this. Um, because even if you don't need something, there's something that says, I just want to check because maybe I need something. And, uh, and, and let's just be honest because when we spend money, we feel good. Who doesn't feel good when they spend money? Even if you don't have it. In that moment, you don't think about having it or not. And uh, you, you feel good when you, when you spend money. There's something about that. It doesn't feel as good when it's on the internet. It doesn't feel as good when it's with a credit card. But when you're in front of a salesperson and you take out a bunch of bills and you count them and you say, I'm going to buy that, you feel rich. Like it doesn't matter if you only have 10 bucks in the bank. If you have 100 bucks in your pocket and you paid for that item, there's something about it that makes you feel like a million bucks. What does it mean to be rich? Of course, being rich, obviously in our culture and in our society and humanly speaking, means having money possessions. I think about being rich, maybe walking into a restaurant and never even having to look at the prices. You're just like, I just want that and that and that. And not even caring because you're like, doesn't matter if it costs me 10 bucks or 50 bucks. But you know, and you might say, well, then I'm not rich. But statistically speaking, every single one of us in this room is rich. We all, if, we, if you made it here this morning by car or were able to pay a bus ticket, if you're wearing clothes that you've bought in the last five years, uh, if you came from a heated home and uh, slept in a bed, statistically speaking, you and I are wealthier than 95% of the global population. So we're rich. Paul uses this word rich several times at the end of, uh, at the end of a letter called 1 Timothy. And he's writing to a local pastor in a town called Ephesus. And, and he's encouraging this pastor on how to lead the church and how to, how to see the gospel flourish and how to build community. But there are some issues as well just within that community and the struggles of regular life. And, and in chapter 6, he specifically takes a section and he deals with what it means to be rich. And he addresses rich people. Maybe we can just read it uh, from the screen. This is what Paul says. He says, Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. 
So here's Paul addressing rich people. Now, we're tempted in this moment to comparatively compare ourselves and say, well, maybe I'm not rich like that. And we might be tempted to disregard this verse. But regardless of our income, we need to read ourselves into the verse. We need to see ourselves into this passage. Because Paul says something that I think we can all relate to. Because whether it's, I just spent 50 bucks on a meal, Paul says that type of richness can sometimes lead to arrogance. That's what he says. When those who are rich can sometimes, riches can lead to arrogance. Because it just feels like I'm on top of the world. And whether you just bought the, those boots or leased a car or you know, even just change something in your house and you only spent 15 bucks on it, but it was like, I did this. There's this, I'm on top of the world type of mentality. And Paul also says it could lead to a false sense of hope. That, that when we dwell on this stuff, it could lead to this, this false sense of hope. And earlier in verse 7, in that same chapter, he says, it says, he says that riches are so uncertain. In verse 7, he says you, can, you, can, you can't bring them when you, to, with you when you die. Just un, there's an uncertainty to wealth. And what he's getting at is that it's never 100% secure, whether you've put it in the market or you've put it under your mattress. Wherever your money is, it's still not 100% secure. But he does say something in verse 17. He says, God is rich. I love that. He says, God richly provides for our enjoyment. God doesn't have a limit to his bank account and God takes interest in in our joy. Not necessarily our consumeristic joy, but he does take interest in blessing us, richly providing. And it isn't so much about God's cash account as it is about God's character because it's part of God's character to richly provide for his children. So God becomes our example of what it means to be rich. To be rich, like God is rich, is not about how much money we have. To be rich is to bless others. In other words, richness isn't necessarily about how much you have, how much you own, but it's how much you use to bless others. So to be rich isn't a status, it's a privilege. And statistically, we're all rich. Maybe the richer we are, the more privilege we get to bless people but regardless of our income level there's an opportunity here and Paul turns his attention to his readers he describes God's riches and God's character in what it means to be rich in his example and then in verse 18 he says be rich it's actually commanded he says now command them to be rich in good deeds to be rich in good deeds to be to do a good deed I mean if if I do a good deed to Lewis I mean, I can't do a good deed to myself, really. But a good deed means another person, right? I'm helping somebody else. So be rich in good deeds means helping others. It's a generous act because I'm taking what I have and, and I'm giving it to someone else or I'm giving it to uh, something else or I'm, I'm using what I have and I'm generously giving it away. It's a sacrificial act because I used to have it and now I sacrifice it and I just... I, I relinquish it and I give it away, so I sacrifice. It's a, it's a sacrificial act. Paul continues, he says, be rich in good deeds, to be generous and willing to share. 
Eugene Peterson inserts the word to be extravagantly generous. And N.T. Wright inserts this word. He says, be eager to share with others. Be eager to share with others. That's so different, eh? Because if Lewis has a need and I'm like, man, you need five bucks, I'm like, well, wait, I think I have five bucks in my pocket. And if I, and if I, I never have cash. Today I have cash on me. And so it's, it's hard. Like, it's like, yeah, you need it, but I'm like, I could have bought a coffee, a donut, and maybe a side treat with that. So, but, but then to give it, I think I'm going to just have to give this away. What am I doing? I'm going to have to give this away. Why did I pull out of my pocket? But there's a difference between, wanting, between willing. Willing is a good word, but I love the word that N.T. Wright uses. Be eager to share. To be eager to share with others. So next time I give him five bucks, I've got to be happier about it. And so this idea of sharing and generosity and being rich in good deeds is, is about our time is about our time, is about how we care for one another. But it's also about our finances. And so, as we've come to the end of this month, which we've just been announcing, what it, hey, be rich, let's be rich, let's be rich in helping others. It's gonna, it means action, it's not just a theory. Like, it, it's not just, this is a nice feel-good thought. But it's, it's action, to consider and act and sometimes the obstacles are our own needs because we think we need something. Now, I'm not going to... Don't do this here, but do this at home today or later today. And, and if you did this like ratio test, the next time you buy something, whatever it is, so, so the next time you buy something, let's say it's a meal, and you go out to buy this meal and ask yourself, what percentage of this meal was a need and what percentage of this meal was a want? Right? Next time you lease a car, buy a car, just do the ratio, do the math. Say, how much of this car was... What percentage of it was a need? What percentage of it was a want? Were the mags... Like, what percentage were the mags? Like, I'm not saying don't buy it. I'm not saying even don't get the mags. I'm just saying do the math and say, what's the percentage in this next step? You can do that sometime this week. But here's the last thing. You want to be rich? We're most rich when we're helping others. And so this month, we've been, we've been encouraging you, and everybody on their chair today, and if you didn't get one of these, could you just kind of pull it out? And If you don't have it, actually, raise your hand, because there's extras on the seats, and we'll pass them out. And uh, there's a bunch. If you, if you didn't get one, can you just raise your hand? Raise your hand if you don't have one, and someone beside you will give you one that they are not using in front of them, and there's a few here, just to make sure we all have this. And so we've been, we've been encouraging this mentality this month to be rich. Why be rich? Because God, the God that we love and serve, He richly provides for our enjoyment. That's what God does. And so when we talk about being rich, we say we want to be like our Lord. And the focus this month for being rich and this time that we've brought this around in our season in our community is local. is to have a local impact we want to have a global impact throughout the year as well, and that'll come up at some point. But we said, no, what if we just focused on local impact, to be rich locally, within our, our borders, at least as far as Canada, not beyond. And we chose November instead of December because December, we, as much as we, we talk every year about spending less and giving more and loving more, and um, it's so hard in December to work through those issues 
And we've also chosen local because we feel that, that uh, there's so many local partnerships that we're building and nurturing. We said, what if some of this would fuel some great things by the end of 2014 and some would fuel some things in 2015 that we're already a part of so we can have greater capacity as a church to maybe grow those partnerships, to grow our mission. Just like you, Westside has a budget and we live within our constraints and we try our best to do so. But we say, what? Imagine if, imagine if in this Be Rich campaign we could fuel Flipside, um, Springdale Breakfast Program and our tax clinic and then we can grow in our capacity to reach more in 2015. Just one short story, and we're, it's getting late, but I just want to share this. And it was uh, last flip side. I happened to hang out in the, in the parents' lounge, and it was a mix of parents from the community and from church from West Side. And we're talking. Barbara was there, and Sharon was there, and her neighbor was there, who's not part of our church, but she comes, brings her daughter to Flipside. And we had another parent there from community and a couple from Westside. And Barbara's chatting with a, a couple uh, that, that she's been getting to know. And then this young boy comes in, a teenage boy now, he's 13, and uh, he was part of Flipside when he was of age, and he was also part of the breakfast program that we do. But now he's gone from the school. He's in, he's in high school. But he came in, and at first I didn't recognize him, but he comes in, and Barbara gets up immediately, and they walk to each other, and they, there's no words, but they just embrace one another. This huge embrace, like if Barbara was his aunt, or really, I was, no, or older sister, I wasn't going to say really older sister, because he's 13. I mean, you know, Barbara's young, but she still is older. It would be like a, an older sister. And... But when, I, but when I saw that, it was like, this is, I mean, this is what it means when we can see relationships formed and care happen, and this boy is, has, has been helped and nurtured, and, and we get to be a part of something like that. I, I wish all of you could have been at this event we ran last month called Q, and the principal from Springdale came, and, and we didn't know, but on the screen there was this video about adopting a school, and at the end, she shared, and she propped up, and she started to talk about, as I started to mention, we partner with this local school, when it was her turn to talk, she said, we don't, you guys don't partner with us, Westside has adopted us. That's what she said, Westside has adopted us. This is a, sco- a principal of a secular school. Yeah, it's awesome, and... So when we think of that, we say, how can we be rich in helping others? So here's what I want us to do today. And um, I want us to, to, if you can look at the back of this sheet, and um, some of you have already participated in this in the last few weeks, and some of you even participated today during the offering time. But this is an opportunity where we can give above and beyond what we normally do for, for our mission and ministry at Westside to be rich in helping others. And we've, we've, walked, we've shown a few items here that we've chosen to focus on. And the importance is not how much money it is, like 10 or 35 or 100. Or, it's not that. It's just we wanted to give you a sense of what certain things cost and, and what an impact we can make. And so what we want you to do, at some, at, you know, to leave here today thinking, can I stretch myself to be rich in helping others? And to choose one or a combination of these things or maybe just a general amount and it goes to what's most needed. And to say, how can I be rich in helping others? And yes, what does that mean with action? What does that mean with my checkbook? 
And if you can't specifically give today, there's a little box that says, I can't give today. We spelled it out. I can't give today, but pledge to give this amount in December. And so, but now, what, what I want you to do is, maybe some of you just can't give, and we understand that, or maybe some of you have already given. But I would like every single one of us to put this in the box today, because there's opportunities to be rich in time. And there's an opportunity to host an international student during Christmas and be rich with them and bless them. There's an opportunity to deliver some Christmas baskets on the 13th 13th with Wim. There's an opportunity to help with uh, our flip side event in December or maybe come alongside one of the special breakfast days at Springdale if you have a chance to. Or you can just tell us, I want to bless my neighbor in this way. I want to use my time to be rich to help others. And then lastly, be rich in prayer. At the very, very least, at the very, very least, if you would, if you say, and we would respect that, if you say, I just cannot give today or this month, I, I don't even have five minutes to spare. Now, I, I think probably there's room for that, but if you can't, be rich in prayer and just write a prayer for local community today. Write a prayer for maybe one of the things listed. Write a prayer and, and plead with the Lord and say, Lord, please. May your light shine in our community through us. Lord, please give us more opportunity to bless people in the West Island and in my neighborhood and across the city. At least. And so today, every single one of us has an opportunity to be rich in some way and to leave that in in the offering box. And if if you choose to be rich in giving, then of course you give that way. But if you just need to fill this out and put it in, every single person has an opportunity to be rich today in helping others. And so I don't want us to leave without taking advantage of that opportunity. Um, And when you do that, Barbara said, when you pray, something happens. Stuff happens. When you give of your time, something happens. You don't always see it at first, but something happens. And then when you can give financially, you can meet a need. You can help someone just get past from not being able to fill out their taxes to filling out their taxes. You can help a child have a little bit more focus during the day at school. You can help a local pastor in Canada get some coaching because they just, they're at the end of their ropes and they don't know what to do. You can help a new church plant get started. You can help a college student move into a neighborhood and live the gospel life there in a tangible way. Or you can do all of that stuff or, or a portion of that. And we can do that together. Wouldn't it be amazing if we could do that together? Wouldn't that be awesome? Would that be good? Could we get excited about that? I think that would be really cool. Amazing. So let's close this because I know that I'm getting long-winded here. But uh, we will close this. But I want to just close with encouraging you with this one last thought. Because verse 19, Paul says this. And and just, just read this as we close. In this way, when we be rich in helping others, in this way they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. Now, you don't get, we don't get extra credit for God because you gave more or less. You don't get brownie points in that way. It's not that your giving saves you in any way. You don't earn your salvation because you are rich in helping others. But here's the question. How are you building a foundation for eternity by living generously now? Because God's rule and reign one day will be full. And so what we're doing when we do this The coming age, one day, when Jesus is ruling all things, will be generous and glorious and honest and loving and peaceful and full of justice. And when we are rich in helping others today, what happens is is we start to reflect to others what the 
generous heart of God is and what it will look like in the future fully. And so you can start living like that today. You can take hold of the age to come by living like that in glimpses today. Let's stand and pray. God, first we say thank you. You're a rich God. And you richly provide us with all things for our enjoyment. God, that's just beautiful. And we say thank you. And God, we, we want to be people who reflect your heart. God, we want to be rich like you're rich. We don't want what you have. And we don't want all the things in this world. And we don't want to own all things. But we want to be rich like you, Lord. We want to live out the way of Jesus, your ways, in our world. And so, God, give us the grace and the power of your spirit and the decisiveness to be rich in helping others, to live extravagantly generous, to be eager to share with others. And God, in that, Lord, we don't take credit for it ourselves, but God, we take hold of the age that is to come. And God, we, we, just, we put a stake in the ground today saying we want to live like your kingdom rule is fully present. So may we move forward in that way, God, and may our community be impacted. May they see the gospel at work and may we lift people's lives out of certain situations and may you give us opportunities, God, to be a witness for the gospel and grace. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.